Well, good evening and welcome to uh, the largest graduation that His Way has ever had in the history of His Way. So make sure you take pictures tonight of this historic event and uh, you'll be able to say one day you were here uh, when this happened. So we're excited that you're here tonight. We're excited for um, the 10 brothers who are graduating tonight from his way. Um, we're excited for so many positive things happening and God bless us. This is truly is a great time of celebration. I pray and I hope for you every time God's people get together, it can be a celebration like this, that we celebrate what God's in our lives and how we can encourage one another in that. As we get started, um, we have our, our first um, honoree is from Rediscovery Program, and uh, Mike Ross, our program director, is going to share about that with you. So, Mike. Rediscovery is an outpatient program for men and women. Uh, meets once a week. The women meet on Monday night, and the men historically had met on Tuesday nights. And we would have Bible study, do MRT, and... Um, so tonight we have our final graduate from our rediscovery program, uh, Mr. Stephen Harbin. He's here uh, with his mom, Kelly, and with his fiance, uh, Amber. You know, Stephen has a unique story. Uh, he actually started off in our nine-month program, but he had to leave to take care of his family. And, um, but he didn't give up. And he joined our rediscovery uh, program in last November. And I'm really proud of Stephen for sticking with it. It's been a journey uh, along the way. And um, it definitely wasn't easy, but tonight I'm excited to have the honor of um, presenting him with this certificate. Stephen, come up. Let's give it up for Stephen Harvin. First thing I have for you is an MRT coin. And I have this certificate of uh, completion. Rediscovery proudly presents a certificate of completion to Stephen Harbin dated July 18th, 2023. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Well, since Stephen has kind of a unique perspective in doing both programs, I'm going to have him just talk just real briefly about what it was like being here in the nine-month program and how that helped him in his transition out to rediscovery. Hey, Mike. Uh, I started out in, in the nine-month program in July. I came home after doing a pretty long stretch in the penitentiary. Um, I wasn't ready for the streets, but... Being, I wasn't ready for the streets in, in September when my brother passed away and I had to go home. But um, Mike and Tom and everybody, you know, uh, Brother Daryl, everybody stuck with me and kept me, um, you know, trying to achieve and, and, and staying on the right path. And, and I just appreciate everything that his way has done for me and, and helped me along the way. Thank you. All right, let's have a, a word of prayer and then we'll have a video. Father, just want to thank you for this evening, for just this grand celebration. What a blessing. 
Thank you, Lord, for the way you're allowing us to impact people's lives. And Father, we are just grateful to watch the transformation that you are working in them. And we give you all the honor and glory. Thank you for Stephen, Father, for his determination to finish, his tenacity. Just pray that you would bless him, Lord, as he goes forward to realize the things he's been dreaming about and just to have a life that is filled with joy and blessing. And for all of our guys who are graduating tonight, just continue to bless them and help them, Lord, to become the men that you've always envisioned them becoming. We thank you for this celebration. We rejoice with you and we rejoice with these men in Jesus' name. Amen. As I mentioned, tonight's an exciting and very special night for us and I know for you as well. Um, This is I went back and looked. We had 10 guys enter the program nine months ago. Um, nine of them in the residential program are graduating. Obviously, that's 90%. Um, that's unique. Typically, statistically, over time, we usually about 50% of the guys make it to this point. Um, and so this is an amazing accomplishment. And it's an accomplishment that I want to commend them for because when you watch this journey, who they come in with and who they walk this out with, because they're the guys in class every day. They're the guys that are going to the thrift store together every day. They're the guys that are kind of walking this process out together. It's It really has been a tribute to their support of each other, their encouragement, how they have inspired one another. It's got them to this point. Um, I wanted to, I recognize that there's nine guys graduating. I thought about going the direction of a baseball team. Um, but I wasn't sure exactly how to work the who's on first deal in with graduation, so I decided not to go that way. But I do have something that I did want to share um, from Ephesians, and it kind of goes back to the song we just listened to. And I wanted to read this passage out of Ephesians 2. Paul says, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Um, And God has raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable greatness of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And I think we're familiar with this picture of what Jesus has done, God's done through Jesus to offer us in the riches of his mercy, grace that has rescued us, that saved us. But he saved us for something more than just to be saved. If you notice the text, it says he saved us, he raised us up, he's seated with him in the heavenly realms, and he did that in order that he might continue to bestow upon us his generous kindness. God, through Jesus Christ, has placed you in a position in which for the rest of eternity you will enjoy the kindness of God. That's an incredible place to be. And as we celebrate tonight, I hope that you recognize that God, by his grace and his mercy, desires to raise you up, to seat you in a place that he can pour out forever his kindness to you. That's who we are. That's what God desires to do for you, for us.
Tonight, we're going, we got a lot of guys that we're honoring tonight. And so uh, the first thing I want to emphasize is that we have a coin that we give each of our graduates that they'll get tonight. It's a coin that emphasizes out of the book of Ephesians, the full armor of God and, uh, and the protection that we have in Christ. And so it, um, it emphasizes all the things that God's doing because obviously we've lived in a protected environment here. Um, and it's not completely protected. I recognize that we still face a lot of battles and a lot of struggles. However, leaving here and moving to that next step is going to bring vulnerabilities. And so being reminded that God continues to protect us, continues to shield us, and continues to prepare us for the battles we're going to fight. None of these guys are going out to fight battles that they have not been prepared for by God. Now we just have to fight the battle and stand victorious with him. So each of them will get a coin tonight as well. So we'll begin with our first graduate, who is our 479th graduate of his way, Mr. Jason Dill. And each of them is going I got a question for him. So um, tonight, um, you know, Jason came here. He came from Russellville. He's Jocelyn's cousin and part of, um, has been a part and kind of connected with our family here at His Way through them for a long time. But he came here nine months ago. Um, he's got a job at, at Bentley and has done well there. He's been the leading sales guy for five months straight. And uh, and so I, I know that in coming here, not only have you experienced some great success, but you've also faced challenges, particularly with your mom's health lately. And I just wanted to ask you kind of how has being at His Way kind of helped you both with those victories that you had at work and other places in your life, but also the challenges that you face with your mom. Um, as far as with my job, um, prior to coming to His Way, I was a very self-important person. Um, I had an overinflated ego. I thought the world revolved around me. Um, I thought that everything I thought I accomplished was because of my doing, you know? Um, since coming to His Way, I realized that God is a person who gave me all the abilities that I can use in my career, as well as the opportunities. Um, everything I do through my job, God presents that for me. Um, as far as dealing with my mom, I think if this situation would have happened before I came here, um, it would have been something that I could not handle. I would have ran from and destroyed my life even further. Um, I realized that every I don't have control over everything. I can't um, I can't make her better. Um, she's in God's hands. God is who controls it and and has the authority. Um, and really, to be honest, when I think of it from that perspective, it's a relief because I don't feel like I have to do something. Um, all I can do is pray and just try to do what I can for on a person to person basis and, and just pray that God does what he sees fit because it's out of my hands. Right. Amen. Um, and one more thing before I, 
I just want to thank my cousin, Jocelyn. She made a phone call to me four years ago, last month, that ended up changing my life. It took four years. But if she had never made that phone call to me, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And I just want to thank you, and I love you. Before we give you this, I want to pray for you. I know you got all this going on with your mom, and I appreciate your faith. Oops. Um, but I want, to, I want us to join together in prayer. Father, I thank you for what you were doing in Jason's life at just the right time, Jocelyn's phone call at just the right time, and, and even what he's going through with his mom, Father, is just at the right time that he is prepared to trust you with her illness, that he can trust that you as the great physician will bring her through this when nobody else can, certainly he cannot. And I pray that you'll give him strength, help him not to lose that faith, but to continue to remain strong and grow in it and be a testimony, Father, to so many others who are going to face the same struggles that he's facing right now, that he can show guys how to, how to walk their mothers through this difficult time and to do it in a, in a way that's respectful, in a way that's honorable, in a way that ultimately brings glory and honor to you. Bless him in that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here's your coin. And here's your certificate. It says, His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion. Jason Dilley entered, sought, found, successfully began living his way, dated July 9th of 2023. So congratulations. Our second graduate tonight is our 480th graduate, um, all the way from Louisiana. Louisiana, uh, Mr. Stephen Fitzgerald. All right, you can take the microphone. All right, so Stephen, one of the things I appreciate about Stephen is he came here nine months ago. He came here, um, and not long after he arrived, um, LSU, his favorite team, beat Alabama. And I don't ever remember him rubbing it in. So I appreciate that. I appreciate um, the grace in which you handled that victory. And, uh, and that's, that's not easy in this crowd. So uh, I, I give you credit for that. Uh, well, I, I was outnumbered, so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it has been great to have Stephen here and to watch his growth. Um, Stephen went through our, the North Alabama Home Builders Academy and got training as an electrician and started working uh, for Jesse Stutz as an electrician. And I guess the question I wanted to ask when you think about where you were to where you have come through over this nine months is um, how did this experience help give you a hope and a vision for your future? Uh, it's, it's helped because before I came here, I really didn't know what I wanted to do or anything like that. I had no real career that I was looking forward to. And then uh, one day Daryl Floyd came up to me and said, like, hey, you know, I see in your resume you have, you know, agri-science classes from high school, you know, shop courses. And he asked me, he said, you know, would you be interested in an 
And I'm not from here, so I didn't know it not how it was. I thought it was like a joke, you know, like, aha. And uh, so he explained it to me, and I was like, you know, hey, sure, why not? You know, something new. And so I went to Naha and did the electrical part. And throughout the electrical part, one really sure about it. I was like, yeah, this is kind of one what I really thought, but I finished Naha and then graduated from Naha and then got a job with Jesse Studs Incorporated as an electrician and I love it. It's I show up to work with a smile on my face even though it's uh 5:30, 6 in the morning. Uh, I'm still smiling. Um and the crazy part about going to JSI is I work with guys that are in recovery, that understand me, understand my struggles. And it's just been very uplifting to walk into a job where there are also other guys there that are you know, pretty fairly high up in the company that are also in recovery. And it was, it really gave me something to look forward to, to see them where they're at and see something that I want that they have. And so I always try to stay real close to them, even though they may be like, you know, hey, what's this kid's problem? Or, <laughs> but it's, it's really just been an absolute blessing the way that everything has gone in my direction. And I'm thankful for that. Amen. Well, Stephen, here is your coin. So hang on to that. Keep that in your pocket every morning at 530 when you get to Jesse Sutz. And His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion. Stephen Fitzgerald, the entered sought, found Sesame and Living His Way, dated July 14th of 2023. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, our next graduate, our 481st graduate, is Mr. Lucas Boone. So, one of the greatest features about Lucas is that his smile is dearly beloved. Um, and so this is Lucas' second time to be with us. Lucas, um, originally, before he came here, um, he was homeless and he came um, into our program and uh, has since obviously um, gotten a, a good job and teeth. Um, he, wanted, he wanted to know if he had to say anything and he said, I think I'll just try to smile. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, one of the things that Lucas has accomplished while he's been here has been he's really devoted himself to working on his education. Um, there's four tests in GED that you have to accomplish. He's accomplished three of those so far and is getting ready to do his fourth. Um, <laughs> And so we're incredibly proud of you. So um, as you think about the things you've accomplished since you've been here, 
I guess what I'd like to hear you share about is how um, how do you see those accomplishments help strengthen you as you look forward to your future recovery? Well, since I did come from 2820, I hope that maybe me graduating and completing my GED and getting the, my teeth will be like a light to somebody out there. I hope it'll just be like an inspiration from where I came from, from being homeless to like, it, maybe it'll inspire one of them to do better, you know. So that's all I got. Yeah. Wow. You're the first one that got some standing ovation back in the back there. That's pretty impressive. All right. Here's your coin. Here is your coin. And here, here, here is your certificate. His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion of Lucas Boone. He entered, sought, found, since began living his way, dated July 15th of 2023. So congratulations. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel very outsmiled. One of the number one, the number one problem, not one of the number one problem that each one of us face is fear. The obvious fear is the fear of death, but the reality is we also fear life. Some of us fear harm. Some of us fear embarrassment. Some of us fear failure. Some of us fear success. Some of us fear intimacy. And some of us fear loneliness. Some of us fear being with people. And some of us fear being without people. The reality is we all live with fear. And there's a passage of scripture in Isaiah 41 that I just wanted to share briefly with you. It's a passage that the brothers who are graduating shared with me that um, they wanted to share it here. And so I wanted to make sure that we got it read and noticed what it said. So it's in Isaiah 41 and verse 10. It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I want you to notice what he says. He says, fear not. That's where he starts, right? Fear not. But there's some reasons why not to fear. You know, most of us have tried to resolve our fears with bad choices. That's why we're here. Is we tried to alleviate the feeling of fear with some kind of substitute. God has a plan for our fear. And we need to embrace that plan. And welcome that plan and allow that plan to transform our lives. So he says, fear not. One, I am with you. You're not alone. The reality is God's presence is ever with us. In, in the Psalm 23rd Psalm, he says, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. Why? Because I am with you in my rod and my staff will comfort you. He doesn't alleviate the evil, he doesn't eradicate the fear of death and all the things around us, but we walk through it 
with confidence because he is with us, his presence. Secondly, it says, fear not for I am your God. It's just what Jason just shared a minute ago. How do you manage going through this, his mother's illness, being only trying to take care of his mom? You do it because he's not God. God's God. God has it. He has it handled. He has it in his control. He is providentially managing this situation. All he asks of it is be faithful in the midst of it. He'll take care of the rest. I don't have to solve it. I don't have to resolve it. I don't have to figure it all out. I just have to stay in the game because I am your God. And thirdly, he says, I will strengthen you. Not your strength. Every one of us walk into this program and we have to admit, right, that we are powerless and our lives are unmanageable. We're not here because we're powerful. We're here because we're powerless. That's scary. Most of us have wanted to deny it for a long time because we're afraid to admit our powerlessness. But in our admission of it, we allow God to then begin to strengthen us. And we find a power beyond ourselves that can manage all these circumstances. Not our power, his power working in us and through us. So in your fear, you recognize that I will strengthen you. I will help you. And he'll come through and provide help in ways that we cannot even begin to dream of. Some of those will be divine interventions. I mean, a literal, I mean, um, um, we got a brother that shares asks for prayer. Um, every, Charleston asks every morning at devotional, pray for a miracle, right? Pray for a miracle. And we do. And some we've seen. Because God helping us. And sometimes those miracles come through other people. They come through people coming in at just the right time, a phone call that happens at just the moment it needs to happen. And we see that God keeps helping us over and over again. So fear not, I will help you. And lastly, he says, I will uphold you. I will lift you up. I will protect you. You don't have to protect yourself. Yes, are you vulnerable? Yes, are you exposed? Yes. Are you fearful of harm? Yes. But you are not to protect yourself. He will protect you. One of the fundamental mistakes we make is in our effort to protect ourselves, we alienate ourselves from other people. We develop pride and arrogance and self-determination and all those things harm us and harm our relationships. God will uphold us. He will protect us. He will provide for us. So we don't have to fear. He is our protection. He upholds us. Jesus confronted the apostles throughout the Gospels over and over and over and over again with this one fundamental problem. Why are you afraid? Why are you so afraid? Don't you know I am with you? And so I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage the brothers who are graduating. They wanted us to be encouraged with this message. Don't walk out of here afraid tonight. Don't let fear decide your next choice. Because God has a plan for you. Trust him. He will do amazing things.
your life will become something that looks like one of these guys' lives. So next, we have the next graduate, our 482nd graduate, which is Mr. Thomas Volkman. I'm just So one of the things I love about Thomas is his height. Um, I also like that he's from Chicago. Um, having not come from, no, not from being from the South myself, I always enjoy a guy from the North. So thank you for bringing a little bit of that Chicago spirit here. Anytime, sir. <laughs> and uh, Thomas also came through 2820, has been involved with that church and been involved with the homeless community as well. So you you started out homeless. You went to 2820, 2820 helped to get here. And now you've been here for nine months. So how has God refreshed your spirit and given you new hope through this nine month experience? So um, for a long time in my life, I always was trying to figure out things on my own. I was always, you know, very prideful um, until I was able to get out the way and really diagnosed what the problem was, why I kept going in complete circles. And what I come down to is I had, I had a heart problem. It wasn't, it wasn't the drugs, it wasn't the lifestyle. It was, it was my heart was in the, in, the, in the wrong spot. You know, it was loving the wrong thing in life. So God has renewed my heart. He's put people in my life that truly care, which allowed me to um, lower walls I had up for so long and allow people in my life and then um, it was it, it, it started to be awkward, but now it's um, just become great. I can't complain. I love the direction my life is going. And, um, you know, I'm just um, playing for whatever comes next. And I know, you know, being around like minded men and people and, uh, you know, loving people here and uh, Christian folks. It's just uh, I, I'm, I'm willing to tackle anything that comes my way. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you. So Thomas, uh, in graduating, he's also moved right across the street to the, one of the transition houses. I know he wanted, he was excited to, to move into the next phase of the program, but didn't want to move far away. So we appreciate Correct. that. Correct. Um, he can come over here every, every night for dinner and hang out with the guys. And so we're right here. Yes, so sir. here's your coin. Thank you, sir. And here's your certificate. It says, His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion. Thomas Volkman, he entered, sought, found, and successfully began living his way dated July 21st of 2023. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. And next, our 483rd graduate is Mr. William. We know him as Andy Norman. Now, Andy shared when we met a while back a scripture that meant a lot to him. And so I wanted to kind of bring it up and kind of hear what his thoughts are about it. It's Romans 8, 13, which says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So when you reflect over this nine months, how has Andy's life started looking like living 
well, um, I just didn't realize, you know, how selfish of a life uh, I lived. Growing up, you know, being taught to always compete, sports, everything else, live in the world. It's just everything about, you know, yourself and trying to get ahead. And it was just, you know, it's nothing about the way God said to. And I had been raised in church, and but it just never sunk in. You know, it's like finally the veil was lifted when I came to realization and to the need of something more than myself. Um and just to let the flesh die and let the spirit start living and, you know, to serve God and to serve others is just all I can do one day at a time. And that's the direction I'm going. Amen. Thank you. Here's your coin. All right. And it says, Hidgeway proudly presents this certificate of completion of William Andy Norman. He entered SOP Fan successfully again living his way, dated July 29th of 2023. So congratulations. I should. All right. And our next graduate, our 484th graduate, our most recently married graduate, or I guess wedding ceremony graduate. It's Mr. Michael Hammond. <laughs> so, well, um, Michael went through Naha as well. Um, and, uh, and also, this is Michael's second time at his way. He was here for about three months once before, was gone for a couple months and came back. Um, he had his wedding ceremony last Saturday. Um, I was wondering which has been more, were you more nervous for, the wedding ceremony this, or tonight? Tonight? Okay. Right. I didn't have to speak at the yeah, wedding. Yeah, you didn't have to speak at the wedding. You could just agree with Jim. Yeah. Just, just, just agree with him. That's right. Um, I know you're most excited about the fact that um, you'll be headed out west for your honeymoon. And uh, so I'm excited about that, too, because you're going to Washington and Oregon, and those are places I'm from and love. Um, so you'll go there and you'll understand why, and you'll probably wonder why I ever moved here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so my question for you is this. Since you came the first time and had to leave, now graduating this time, what have you done differently and how have things changed for you? I'm going to start by, I'm not as good as the other guys, so I wrote my answers down. <laughs> Uh, so the things that I have done differently this time is I came back for myself. Uh, the first time I was here, I was here for my family and, and my girlfriend at the time. And uh, I just really wasn't in it. I was uh, breaking rules and not really interested in doing better. Um, so this time, I'm meeting with multiple mentors a week, uh, learning God's word and how to be successful outside of his way. I'm taking my recovery and spiritual growth seriously this time. And uh, this go around, things have been so much better. Uh, I've learned to follow the rules, learned to love my wife and be there for her. I would just like to thank all the staff and the volunteers that dedicate their time to helping the guys like me learn to live a better life. And uh, for like the past seven months, had some guys pretty upset with me 
and uh, pretty mad at Mike. So I just wanted to resolve those issues tonight. Um, Seth, do you forgive me? Uh, Pat and Aaron Smith. <laughs> All right, thank you. So Michael, as he graduates, he will not be staying here in the transition house. Apparently he has a better house with his wife to move into. Um, but uh, so we'll miss you. But we know you'll be back and you'll be close. Um, we got our Bible study for married couples at our house. So hopefully you'll come and be a part with us. Uh, here's your coin. And uh, certificate says, His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion of Michael Hammond. He entered, sought, found, says we began living his way dated August 4th of 2023. Congratulations. Thank you. The uh, next three guys who are graduating also share a uniqueness, and that is that each of them are choosing to stay um, for our advanced recovery group. So when we started the program, um, nearly 17 years ago, one of the things we recognize is that if we keep graduating guys out all the time, we never get to enjoy those who are succeeding, staying around and sharing that success with others. And so we chose to have the option of guys choosing to stay longer, one, to work on their own recovery, but also to work on it by giving back to the guys in the program. And so the three guys that are um, next that we're going to be honoring are all three of them staying in our advanced recovery group. Um, for a number more months and uh, to continue to work on their own recovery, but also they have been and will continue to be great influences um, for the guys that are coming up um, for the future. So uh, we're excited about those three men. The first one of those is Mr. Jason Dearborn. So, so Jason, um, I, I appreciate because he came here and has pretty much taken advantage of every opportunity he could. He was homeless and he met the brothers and sisters at 2820 um, Church and they encouraged him and got him eventually here. Um, since he's been here, he went through the Naha program and got a really good job again um, with some of the other guys who went through that program. Um, about five months ago, he became house leader and, uh, and has been the house leader here um, for that five months. Just relinquished it the other day to Mr. McElroy. Um, and uh, so I've really been proud of him. He's a young man that has taken advantage of every opportunity to, to lead and to grow. And a lot of guys will avoid those things. A lot of guys will shy away from those things because, again, they're scary and intimidating. And you've chosen to embrace them. And I see the, the things that have happened, the ways you've grown has been a great inspiration to me. So, as you commit to ARG, and of course you've served as a house leader, how has leadership responsibility particularly impacted your recovery growth? First off, I just want to share that I am uh, experienced discomfort right now. I'm not a public speaker, so um, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. But uh, how has it impacted my recovery? Um, definitely with patience. Not only uh, patience with others, but patience with myself. Um, being able to recognize my shortcomings and actively uh, work on correcting them. 
um, communicating what I'm going through with others. For the longest time, uh, I lived in isolation, even when I was surrounded with others. Um, and with this community here, it almost would be disrespectful to not talk with my fellow brothers and share what's going on in my life with them. I've been able to relate, to grow with multiple people here, and it's been nothing but a blessing. Um, patience and uh, just striving to try to be an example to the new residents. Um, it's something you know I struggle with still, but to be able to recognize that and actively uh, try to correct those mistakes, um, that's something I can only attribute to God. It's uh, nothing but God. He's worked so many miracles in my life, uh, I couldn't count them. Um, and to look back nine months ago and even try to see myself now, it's, it's, it's nothing but the grace of God. Amen. Amen. His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion to Jason Dearborn. He entered, sought, found, and successfully began living his way um, dated August 5th of 2023. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. Next is the first of our Jones Brothers gang, Mr. Carl Jones. Awesome. I was wondering where you went. This isn't the dating game? <laughs> All these three chairs, Mike and Reese. All these people getting married and like, well, you know, father of hope. All right. By the way, <laughs> Carl is our newest car salesman, so if anyone is interested. So, you're staying for ARG? Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> How do you believe ARG will enhance your recovery journey? Why did you choose to stay? What do you think will be accomplished in this next period that hasn't been accomplished up to this point? What are you looking forward to? First of all, I've just experienced abundance since I've been here. God's just blessed. It reminds me of the prodigal son. And uh, when I turned back to God, he came running and grabbing. Mm -hmm. Amen. And uh, the staff here, the, the, the guys before us already in ARG, um, you know, God's just blessed, you know. And all the, you know, many times I was just wanting to leave the program, you know, and I'd sit there and think, why do I want to leave the program? You know, because I was just getting blessed here. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to stay for ARG to give back. Uh, much has been given to me, and uh, I'd like to share their, that experience with the guys that's going to continue to come in to his way. Uh, God has blessed me abundantly, and I see his blessings on others. Um, I get to see guys change right in front of me. And, you know, I came in here in survival mode. Uh, 
and God's put put me in more of a giving mode, and uh, because of the examples I see here. Amen. Stay, stay here, Carl. You're, apparently, you're very disappointed in the fact that this is not the dating game. Um, <laughs> here is your coin. His way proudly presents this certificate of completion to Carl Jones, the entered, sought, found, and successfully began living his way, dated August 6th of 2023. So, congratulations. <laughs> And our 487th graduate, who I guess I was going to add you to uh, Reese to the Jones, only where Reese is, oh, there you are, to the Jones gang, but after Carl's introduction, I'm sure he doesn't want to um, <laughs> share that. Um, but Reese Jones, um, come on up, Reese. <laughs> not anymore and I'm not happy about it I'm mad at Mike still <laughs> and Carl's a national treasure we have to protect him at all costs <laughs> and it is costly um, <clears throat> anyway um, Reese one of the things that has been unique in Reese's journey uh, with uh, all the others too is that um, he's been throughout this time, working the saving way the whole time. Um, and a lot of our guys volunteer there for some period. Some of them get jobs there for periods of time. Sometimes they'll use it transitionally before they get a different job. But um, Reese has chosen to stay there and has really dedicated himself to the stores, which we appreciate yeah. um, a lot. And I know you've made a big difference and it's made a big difference for you. So my question for you is, what has the spiritual recovery journey been like for you? How has working at the saving way contributed to your growth? <clears throat> uh, how many, how much time do I have? Three. I'm a little bit long winded. Um, so spiritual recovery sounds wrong. I would call it my spiritual infancy. Okay. Um, I didn't have much of a spiritual life before everything happened and before I found myself in jail. Um, and lost everything. Um, and that's where God found me. Uh, when I came here, you remember very well, I was very afraid. I was afraid of people. I was afraid to talk to people. I was, a, I don't know where I was living really, but uh, I was afraid, like you brought up fear. Um, and it was encouragement from you that helped me start uh, sharing with people what I was going through. Um, one of the things I, I devoted myself to in jail was something I learned in the military through POW training, and that's to keep your mind strong and to work out every day. Um, I read my Bible every single day I was in jail. I read through it a few times. Um, one of the things I leaned on in that was Psalms 142, verse 7. Uh, David is uh, in the wilderness running from Saul, and he uh, prays to God, and he says, uh, deliver my soul from prison, uh, that I may praise your name, uh, surround me with your righteousness and deal bountifully with me. Um, and that's exactly where I found myself here was surrounded by his righteousness. There's a lot of y'all in this crowd that had just been here for me that had just been uh, lifting me up in arguably the darkest thing that's ever happened in my life. <clears throat> um, 
Uh, I've been baptized here by Jim Norville, who's incredible and sits with me every week and talks to me every week. Um, and that was, again, by your encouragement, because you told me if I didn't think I was good enough or strong enough that I, you know, how could I do it without God? And that was, that was a lot because of you. Um, um, and Jim, also Jim, that, that story's funny because I had seen a few guys get baptized on Sunday after church. So that's what I was expecting. And I told Jim, I think I'm ready. And this is Thursday afternoon at like 1.30. He's like, I'll get the key. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> right now? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, he was serious right now. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> working in the saving way has, has been unique in that too. Um, my life before, I had a lot of things, a lot of worldly things. And kind of like Jason Dill shared, uh, I was the center of my universe. I had done everything for me. It was me, me, me. And up on that pedestal where uh, God should have been was my wife and my little girl. I lived for them. And I learned in all this that, that at the end of the day, that's just not enough. He will take everything from you if that's the way you live. Um, he will humble you. And I would rather live in humility than be humbled. To be honest with you, I'm learning that the hard way. Um, and with that, there's a lot of a humility to working at the thrift store in a good way, a positive way. And I see a lot of the homeless community and I get to be a real true light out there. And I get to help people a lot, share a lot. Uh, I had something unique and I'll share this real quick and I'll be done, I promise. But I had something unique happen to me in that a few months back, I spoke to a guy. I didn't really realize I had an impact on his life. Um, he found out this week that his wife has a very debil debilitating disease, sort of like MS, that's taking her life. And they live in Montgomery now. He drove all the way up here just to come to the Saving Way to talk to me. Um, and that was incredible. Like, just to know that I'm encouraging people like that, having an impact in somebody's life like that. Um, you know, I spoke at 2820, and that was powerful. Just trying to be a part of this uh, and give give back what I've been given. Like you said, I can't ever live up to the amount of mercy and grace that's been bestowed on me, but I can be at the thrift store, give back to these boys, give back to this program, um, and just be a good steward of what God has graced me with, what he's blessed me with. Here's your point. And His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion to Reese Jones, the entered sought found since we began living His Way, dated August 13th of 2023. Congratulations. So, as I mentioned, the last three guys are all staying for our advanced recovery group. So, we're going to have them come back up in a second. We, um, we have our current group, so I want to invite our current ARG guys up here um, because they're going to welcome them into, uh, into ARG. You will be expected to be a servant leader, just as Jesus taught when he told his disciples, whoever wants to be a leader among you must first be a servant. Jesus also said, from everyone who has been given much, much will be required. As a member of ARG, you will be entrusted with an important role in the His Way ministry. Because you have been given much, much opportunity, much love, much forgiveness, much mercy, and most importantly, much grace. Finally, Paul instructed his young disciple, Timothy, 
to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Reese Jones, as a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? I do. Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and ministry? And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? I do. Carl Jones, as a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? Yes. Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and ministry? Yes. And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? Yes. Jason Dearborn, as a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and ministry? Yes. And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? Yes. Based on the vow you have made before God, your brothers, and your community, we would like to welcome you to the Advanced Recovery Group. I'd like to say how proud I am of all of y'all, though. Congratulations to all of y'all. Uh, we're going to give these boys a word of prayer. If everybody don't mind, please bow their heads. Uh, dear Lord, we come to you today with just being humble and thankful and proud of what these guys have done. Would you please look after them, help guide them, keep them in your wheel, and uh, just help guide their footsteps, encourage, and motivate the new people. In God's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our kind Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for your kindness and your mercy in our lives. As we look at uh, all these men, we're thankful for uh, the changes they made in their life, for the growth they've made. We're thankful for how they've blessed the lives of others. And as we uh, look around, we see how our lives touch each other and how none of us is here without the help of others that you've put in our lives to help us. We're thankful for the impact that each life can have uh, on others, on the families, and helping each other. And we pray that as these men uh, go forward that you'll help them uh, to share the kindness they've received and the grace they've received with others and help us all to help one another in jesus name amen, amen.